Giants fans, thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Only a Giant. It's been a while since we've been able to do this podcast off of a win, so certainly feels nice there. Um, obviously, we'll talk about the win, uh, 27-21 in overtime against the Saints in New Orleans, too. I do want to talk briefly about uh, last week's game, the Eli Manning uh, Ring of honor induction and the retirement of his jersey i was actually at that game was a lot of fun obviously you know disappointing that you you don't come out with a win there um i think the falcons are are showing that they're maybe just a little bit more competitive than people gave them credit for i know week one they got blown up by philly but it looks like maybe they're just kind of getting their feet under them a little bit more here kind of like the giants are at this point honestly um by no means am I excusing that loss uh, because that was still an ugly loss. You know, a game there that felt like we kind of dominated for the most part and just wasn't able to get the win. So always sucks there. Uh, so we'll talk about that briefly. Obviously, we'll talk about the game today or Sunday, I guess, at this point. Today's Monday. And moving forward, you know, kind of what, what do we expect? So briefly, we'll kind of just talk about that Atlanta game. The ceremony was awesome. Uh, fans booed the crap out of Mara. Um, when he was introducing or shaking hands with Eli Manning, which I didn't love, you know, I, I, I guess it is what it is. Um, but we're there for Eli Manning at that point. We're not there to boo John Mara. Uh, so me personally, I didn't boo him. Um, that's neither here nor there, whether he's a good owner or he's not, I'm leaning towards not, but that's not what we're there for. So I didn't love that. Um, but whatever, you know, every fan has their has their um, has the right to boo if, if that's what they want to do. Um, the game itself, uh, tailgating was a lot of fun. Uh, some of the people that we we went with, one of the individuals was in charge of bringing you know the meats, the buns, the ketchup, all that good stuff. I brought uh, a grill, um, my vehicle, <laughs> um, and then the other buddies brought some chips and beer and stuff like that. Well, the guy bringing the Meat, the hot dogs, hamburgers, sausage, chicken that we were bringing, did not bring buns, utensils, or ketchup. He had them, just left them home. So, you know, if we're going to do a come on, man, of the the episode, that goes to you, Ryan. Come on, man. Come on. We did give him a lot of crap, though. Um, He took it well. So, it is what it is there. Um, Overall, I guess... There's really not much else to talk about about the um, about the Atlanta game. You know, nothing nothing that we're going to rehash here. I was going to try to record a podcast while there, uh, but it's really windy. It just it wasn't really working with uh, what I was kind of hoping, so that's why there's a little bit of a delay here. Um, but yeah, let, let's talk about the actual game, uh, the game that we're here. You know, <laughs> why we're here. Twenty seven, twenty one win. Daniel Jones threw 28 for 40, 402 yards, two touchdowns, and interception. Yeah, you know, I don't really worry about that interception. I'm sure most fans don't. Uh, they did end up giving him credit for that touchdown to John Ross, which I thought was pretty cool. I, I don't often see them kind of overturn something like that. As far as the stats are concerned, normally it's just it is what it is. It's a, you know, a, a completion, fumble, recovery, touchdown. So it was cool that they changed that for him. Uh, because I do think that was something he deserved, but it doesn't often get changed. 
So definitely pretty cool. Um, Saquon Barkley, you know, not an amazing game running the ball. He averaged four yards, but he had a rushing touchdown, the big one at the end, obviously. And he obviously had that huge touchdown catch, you know, five receptions, 74 yards with a touchdown. Um, it looked to me almost like, you know, and I listened to the presser a little bit with, with um, you know, Saquon talking where they they ran that once before and they saw that that could be open. It, to me, it looked like like they had some type of little connection, like eye contact or some type of uh, signal where they're like, oh, oh, we're doing it. We're hitting it. And, you know, Saquon caught it, made a nice cut, scored. And immediately he's looking for Daniel Jones being like, yeah, man, we saw it. We did it. You know, it was, it was kind of cool. Um, so it really kind of looked like, you know, maybe they saw something and just were like, dude, we're doing it. Let's do it. Uh, that was that was good. You know, that was big. Definitely big to see, you know, Saquon coming back to his former self, which is big. Some of the other stats from the games, from the game offensively, obviously we already talked about Jones, uh, Barkley, you know, Jones, Daniel Jones ran a little bit, four for 27. I was kind of miffed that, you know, we weren't really, we didn't really have any designed runs um, this week for Daniel Jones. But kind of what I was seeing is, is it seems like teams are respecting that a little bit more. And they're actually, you know, keeping someone on the backside or, or the other side to be ready for that. And that's also opening up some of the throwing lanes. So it's it's kind of something where, you know, maybe we ran it in the past and teams are a little bit more ready for it. So they're not, um, you know, sitting back quite as much in coverage. They're, they're kind of having to having to watch that. Uh, Galladay, uh, seven, seven targets, six receptions for 116 yards. Tony, six catches, 78 yards with a drop. John Ross, three for 77. Evan Ingram, five for 27. Fuck him. Um, Kyle Rudolph, two for 24. And Devontae Booker even threw in a catch there. Actually, he, he had a little screen, which was kind of cool. Um, we'll stay in the offense for the moment. A lot of good came out of this game offensively. Um, I don't care what most people think. You know, offensive line did okay. Uh, the tackles, I think Solder actually played one of his better games, and it kind of seemed like a lot of people thought that anyway. Uh, I, Andrew Thomas, solid as a rock over there. But there was pressure. There was a, It seemed like there was a lot of pressure up front, up up through the middle, up, up the gut. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. You know, I haven't seen any, you know, stats yet as far as, you know, how many pressures were let up or, or this or that. But to me, the reason that no sacks were allowed in this game is because I thought Daniel Jones actually did a much better job moving in the pocket or just getting rid of the ball, which has always been a little bit of a bugaboo for him. Something that he just is always trying to make a play. He's always trying to move and maybe doesn't always feel the pressure. I felt like this game um, was was a game where, he, man, he just stepped up all around. I felt like he felt the pressure a little bit more. Uh, he was able to get rid of the ball when, when he could. He stepped up just a little bit, maybe not as much as you thought you wanted him to but also when you're getting a lot of pressure in the middle it's hard to step up you know it's that's not really an option um so offensive line you know other than you know solder and and um thomas i thought played okay um i'll be interested to see the numbers and see if that backs me up or not um but i thought overall the fact that there were no sacks the fact that you know we didn't have any you know, big negative plays like that was more on Daniel Jones than on the interior offensive lineman, because I thought there was a decent amount of pressure after that, you know, running the ball first half Barkley definitely looked a little bit different than he did in the second half. Second half, he seemed more explosive. He seemed to be 
almost angry, you know, running angry a little bit and kind of being like, you know what? Screw this. I'm, I'm doing it. You know, I'm ready. I'm, I'm healthy. I'm, I'm feeling good. And just decided that he's going to put his foot in the ground, take that cut and go. Um, and it was awesome to see, you know, a lot of, a lot of good runs in the second half. Um, offensive line, I think helped with that just a little bit, you know, um, getting, getting a little bit of push and, you know, the passing game was just working too. And I think that kind of helps a little bit with the, with the run game too. You, you complete 20, 20 of your throws, 20 of your 40 for 70%. And teams have to start sitting back a little bit and, and seeing if they can get into the lanes for the pass. Uh, Peyton said something about, you know, Daniel Jones getting rid of the ball really quick and that kind of hurt. Yeah. You know, so they, they started dropping back just a little bit more on coverage to try to, um, you know, get in his throwing lanes and it didn't work. You know, Barkley was able to run the ball a little bit more effectively. I think mentally he was, he was, you know, running harder, better, faster, stronger, all of the above. And it's just a combo of everything. Uh, what else offensively? You know, <laughs> I hate, hate, and I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here. I hate, hate, hate the call to Evan Ingram to, um, with that little sweep in the, in the red zone, dumb, actually not in the red zone at the goal line. Fuck. So stupid. You know, that play needs to be gone with him. Um, and, and then also, you know, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but it looked like he was walking or running with, with kind of a limp, a little bit of a, you know, still not quite there. So it looked like he wasn't playing as much. I, you know, I don't I haven't seen a snap count or anything yet either. Um, I don't think he played nearly as much as he did or typically does, which is a good thing. I saw a lot of Kyle Rudolph. I saw a little bit of Caden Smith, not a lot. Um, they need to be on the field. And actually, realistically, what we should be doing moving forward is uh, going receiver heavy. You know, Tony, Shep, Galladay, and um, John Ross should be your four receivers um, when you need the tight ends in. Obviously, you have your tight ends in. Run to Galladay's side. He's a good run blocker. So is Shep. Uh, and, you know, obviously, you want to run, be able to run with the tight ends in there, too. But that's not Evan Ingram's strength. I mean, I think he needs to be phased out of this offense and so is Slayton, man. You know, if you can trade him and get something, I think that's great. Um, he is a contributor on the team, but I think this week really showed that we have some weapons and maybe we're figuring out how to use them. And maybe it's kind of like a, a changing of the guard from last year's offense to this year's offense. And I, I kind of said it before the game. Um uh, you know, this game is kind of a blessing in disguise because Jones is either going to have to start forcing it or forcing the chemistry with Galladay, with Tony, or die, you know, and, and get eaten alive in this defense. And he decided to trust his guys. He trusted Slayton, or not Slayton, sorry. He trusted Galladay and gave him some great balls. I mean, Galladay looked like what we wanted to see. You know, not a lot of separation. There's a couple of plays where he was able to get some separation, uh, but he's going to make those contested catches. He's going to, you know, stretch for extra yardage. He's going to push it. He's going to fight for extra yardage, break tackles, and that's what he did. So, I mean, Galladay had a great game, 6 for six for 116. Really, everything you can ask for there. You get Shep back, that's going to be dynamic. Dynamic. And really, it should be... Galladay, Tony, and Shep, and then John Ross coming in as that fourth or just rotating in at times. Um, you know, Tony showed that he belongs on the field. That guy is smooth, so quick. You know, he, he's not – I think he has speed, you know, and we, we saw it a little bit, but but he's – man, he's quick. 
quick is is more than anything what he is to me. Uh, those little that that third and eighteen where he you know kind of does that little cool screen, um, fakes right, then comes back to the middle, and then is kind of dodging, duking, diving, whatever, dodge, dip, whatever, do- dodgeball. <laughs> he uh, he was just making play after play on that, and it really looked like he was gliding out there and kind of just into one cut out, out to the next. It looked like he was running kind of slow, but I think it was just how quick he was doing what he was doing that he just kind of made it look effortless. So he needs to be on the field more, um, and that's where I think we get rid of that two tight end set a little bit more, um, or at least get rid of get rid of having Engram on the field a lot and get rid of having Slayton on the field a lot. I, I mean, Slayton should ride the bench at this point on, still be a role player, still be a special teamer if he's if he's around on special teams. Um, but at that point, you know, I, th- I think that's his role. You know, it, it, he's proven not to be completely reliable, and that's an issue. You know, you don't you don't want to have unreliable players on the field. And if Jones is getting any type of chemistry with Tony and with um, Galladay, you got to ride with it. You know, they are the future. Uh, Shep as well, and he's got good chemistry already with Shep. So, on to the next part. You know, we'll talk a little bit about the defense and defense is a mixed bag, man. I don't, I don't know exactly where to go with it at this point. Um, they're not playing good. They're not playing good football. And I think that's something that, you know, kind of me and some buddies talked about where they'll pick it up, you know, kind of same things last year. It started off kind of subpar and kind of worked, worked their way in. I get that. And I agree. Um, it needs to get better, you know, defensively. We're still way too bend, don't break. And people point to, you know, oh, we only allowed 14 points at Atlanta and, and you know, low scoring games. And, well, yeah, when 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 you're dropping everyone into coverage and playing soft and, and letting all the underneath stuff come through and making them drive 10, 12, 14 yard play or 14 play drives, you know, that's going to slow the game down. You know, that that's not a bad game plan, I guess. But, I mean it's only bend don't break until you break. And, you know, this game first half into uh, more into the second half, I guess the giants broke, you know, Taysom Hill kind of made us look silly and, and embarrassed us. You know, luckily after that, we were able to get that fourth down stop in the fourth quarter, which helped us to, you know, score a touchdown and then, and then eventually tie the game at the end. Um, but I'm not impressed. Defensively, something needs to change. Um, I know Jabril Peppers hasn't played great, you know, coverage-wise. He's just been lacking. And I think his play on the field, like the time that he's been on the field, the snaps he's been on the field, has kind of shown. Um, something is going to have to happen there, and, and maybe that's something where he isn't long for this team. I don't know. But, you know, he's a free agent after this year. And then, you know, obviously we're missing Blake you know, that, that was very evident in this game. You know, definitely missing Blake Martinez. It was impressive to me how hard Kamara runs and how hard Taysom Hill runs. Honestly, man, they just hit the hole and they hit it hard. And that's something that I think the first half we weren't doing. Second half, we started doing it a little bit. Wait, I need a drink. Yeah, sorry about that. So, you know, we're definitely missing Blake. And that's, that's not going to change. I don't know what the plan is moving forward. I mean, you got to assume it's Taysom Crowder, uh, it's Crowder. And then, and then what, you know, Reggie Reagan looks slower than my grandma out there. You know, 
So he can't be a long-term option as the second linebacker. He really didn't see much of Coughlin yesterday, I don't believe. Um, what are you going to do? Um, you know, something's got to change there. Or or maybe we need to get, you know, Peppers back down to that moneybacker role type thing and, and let him play that position. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, but Reggie Raglan, <laughs> I don't think Reggie Raglan is it. Um, other than that, you know, secondary-wise, <sighs> didn't play great, I feel like. I mean, we got the, kind of a lucky pick with a bad throw by Taysom Hill. I get the idea of that play where, you know, pretty much every time Taysom Hill's in the, in the game, he's, for the most part, running it. I think he threw the ball one or two other times. Um, so I don't mind the idea of, of taking a shot. And honestly, the play would have worked had it been a more accurate throw. Um, it, it wasn't. It was underthrown. Bradbury was able to kind of catch up to it and and kind of get into position and make a good pick. Uh, but if that was a better thrown ball, that's a touchdown. We probably don't win that game <laughs> pretty easily. Um, so just all in all, you know, really still not impressed with the defense. Um, you know, if you want to look at, you know, stars of the game, def- definitely have to say Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And to a point, even Kenny Galladay, honestly, he was big. Um, unsung heroes, you know, Andrew Thomas. And I guess maybe Solder. And then defensively, as a unit, you gotta gotta say they're kind of a dud, man. I don't I don't know. Uh, you you do hope it's something that they're gonna kind of pick it up here moving forward and get a little bit better. Uh, and game plans kind of change going out throughout the season. You know, maybe they're they're trying not to show some things for a more important pivot, pivotal game against Dallas coming up. You know, that's gonna be a big game. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but at some point you got to play to win the game and, you know, leaving plays out there because you're too afraid to show them just isn't the way to do it either. So I'm hoping moving forward that we can start showing the strength of this defense a little bit, you know, where's, where's the press. I feel like we only pull it out in certain, certain situations and we got to get a little bit better with fourth down. You know, we finally got a fourth down stop when they went for it. And also, you know, turnovers we're just not getting them you know obviously we had one this week and we've had a i guess a couple here and there but just this defense is not attacking and that's kind of something that we thought the defense was going to be this year attacking more in your face or just not getting the pressure with lorenzo carter with zimenez really ojalari's the only only linebacker getting pressure yes he didn't have a sack this week but he actually he got quite a bit of pressure up the up the side it looked like um, drove the ball, drove the right tackle back a couple times. It looked like, so that's where it's at. You know, it's a win. We'll take it long road ahead of us still. Um, you know, we're going to Dallas next week and, and that's going to be a really tough game. We're going to have to be able to slow the rundown. And that's something that Dallas is doing really good right now. Zeke's I think had 140 yards. I think, uh, their backup there had another 60 or 70, I believe as well. And Dak can run the ball if he really needs to. I think, you know, he, he's probably shying away from that a little bit this year, uh, just from the injury. But he can run the ball, too, and we've seen it. Uh, Dell Schultz has been making plays. Uh, Dalton Schultz, man. And then, you know, if they got to throw the ball, they have the weapons to do it. And they have a quarterback who's been playing lights out. They have a running game that really helps set up that play action. And then, you know, defensively for Dallas, they're playing pretty good, you know. They they seem to be seem to be coming into form for um, you know, what 
what they have. Uh, Dan Quinn's doing a really good job there. Micah Parsons is flying around as an edge guy. And if that continues, you know, it's going to be interesting, you know. Uh, Jalen Smith is still a bum, but is what it is. I kind of wish that Nick Gates would be out there to kind of shove him around a little bit and put him in his place like he did last year. Um, you know, I hate, I hate to say, like, any game is a must-win game because they all feel like they're must-wins. But we need a division win here. Um, we need a game where we can establish the run again, you know, and, and kind of keep that going. I know we only had 13 carries with Barkley, but um, get Jones the ball a little bit. I mean, one thing I know about Dallas is they never really played too disciplined um, as a team. So try that, you know, do a little bit of a RPO and, and see if we can get Jones to break one. Uh, see if they're going to remain disciplined on the back end. Now, now granted, this is a d- different defense coordinator, Dan Quinn, who you know knows what he's doing. Uh, but as a team, I, I just Dallas never seems to play overly disciplined. So I would try to do some things like that. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to be imperative to keep Saquon involved and get Galladay moving. You know, I'm hoping Shep will be back, and I haven't really heard too much about that yet. Um, if he is back, keep him involved and, and just kind of keep evolving this offense. Stop being stagnant and, and keep improving. And we're heading in the right direction with that. You know, um, Jones has been playing lights out. You know, I, I, I certainly think he is someone that should be looked at as like a Pro Bowl quarterback this year. Granted, yes, <laughs> we're four weeks in and we're one and three. So maybe it's a little early to say that. But I mean, he has been playing great. Um, Let's hope he can kind of keep it up, and, and let's hope he can get a win in Dallas. Uh, that would be big, and it's at Dallas too. And kind of get some momentum riding forward, and I think we have the Rams after that. It's going to be a tough game, but one game at a time. So, you know, my keys to that game, slow down the run. You know, try to hit Zeke in the backfield if we can. Get Dexter Lawrence going. Get Leonard Williams going. And be ready for the play action because you know that if, if we can – you know, slow the run down just a little bit. They're going to be trying to throw that play action in there. And if we can't slow down the run, that's going to be really, really effective. Uh, offensively for us, I think take advantage of, you know, the fact that they're traditionally not very disciplined. We'll, we'll test that early and take advantage of the over eagerness of guys like Micah Parsons, who, you know, is always trying to make a play. Um, see if we can fool him a little bit, get him to bite early, you know, snap on a snap count or, you know, bite on a play action. I think that's something that, you know, we, we rode really heavy this week. Uh, we did a lot of play action and if we can do that again and, and get him sucked up, um, if he's in a linebacker position or, or whatever, see if, see if we can get him to bite on, on Saquon and, and then get the ball over, over the middle or something like that over him. Uh, something I would definitely, definitely think, uh, would be an area to attack. It's a little scary. You know, if we can win this game and, and kind of start showing progress, you got to assume Garrett's going to be sticking around. You got to assume Gettleman's going to be sticking around. But, guys, we want to win, you know, and if, if this is something that's going to start working and, and we're kind of, um, you know, figuring it all out, then, you know, maybe we're just a, a slow team out of the gate, but we can get moving. Uh, we do have to change that in the future. Um, but as we're kind of learning this offense, it'll only get better and better. And now that we're getting some health back, you know, we're getting, you know, Galladay's looks like he's moving a little, a little bit better. Tony's finally out there. Um, yeah, that's what it is. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, 
ever have any questions, ever want to, you know, chime in, want to jump on a pod, feel free to reach out. I'd love to to have guests. I haven't really done too much of that this year. Uh, my job has kept me very busy, but I'd love to do it. So feel free to reach out. Uh, you can direct message me on on Twitter, um, underscore only a giant eighty six, and we'll go from there. For right now, though, guys, let's get another W this week. Let's enjoy the W that we just got. Let's not get too high or too low, though, you know, kind of moving forward. Enjoy this win, but don't think we're world beaters all of a sudden. And let's freaking go.